Hey, mamas. I'm so excited to have Amy Lowe back on the show today because she is going to talk about a really important topic, and that is how we create and have safe, vulnerable conversations with our kids, especially as they get older. Because we know the little ones, they love to share. I mean, they're kind of an open book, right? But as kids get older, that book tends to shut just a little bit. So how do we keep it open so we have those really honest chats about what's going on in their lives, what's going on in their minds, what are they struggling with? So Amy's going to give us some tactics. She's going to talk about creative questions, give us examples of creative questions, and then the three words to say to get our kids to open up even if they don't want to. Amy is a mom to two kids, and she is also the director of Windshape Camps for kids and families. So if you're starting to think about what are my kids going to do during the summer, what are we going to do as a family during the summer, Windshape Camps might be a great option for you. So Amy's going to talk about what is it, what is their mission, and how you can sign up if you find that it is a great fit for you and your family. All right, my lovely mamas, so let's go ahead and get started It is my pleasure to welcome back Amy Lowe. Love that. So uh, let's move on to creating self-safe, creating safe, vulnerable conversations with kids. I think we always want and need to know what's going on with our kids, right? And I think with those young ones, it's (laughs) a lot easier because they're an open book. They love to share, 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 (laughs) which I love. And as they grow older... I think that book kind of tends to close a little bit, um, which I don't think is entirely bad. I mean, they're learning to be independent and all of that. They need they need that. Um, But we still want to create those spaces to have those conversations so that kids can open up and look to us for help and we can guide them accordingly. So what's your best advice on creating that safe space um, where kids can be vulnerable with you? I think of two things. Hannah, in this space. Number one, I think getting them one-on-one has been key for us in our house. Again, we have Mm -hmm. two kids uh, who have a love-hate relationship with each other. You know, a lot of times they love each other, but then a lot of times they just drive each other crazy and you cannot have a conversation with both of them because they're going to just grate on each other. Yes. (laughs) So for us, just finding that, again, the regular rhythms of one-on-one time for my husband, on most Saturday mornings, Matt and Jack do fish and waffles. That's what they call it, fish and waffles. Ooh, and they go, okay. they go to Waffle House. I can't. I think they go fishing first. Okay. Fishing oh, so first, they don't eat it together. Go, right, 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 right. <laughs> they go fishing first, and then they go to Waffle House, and they call it mm. fish and waffle. And they, I mean, Matt gets up with him before the sun is, sun comes up. I, I, it's a Saturday, Hannah. I don't understand. Wow. My husband is a, is a wonderful father, but he knows that that time is fleeting and that his, you know, pretty soon Jack's not going to want to wake up at six o'clock in the morning and do fish and waffles with his dad. But while he does, you better believe they're going to get up and go to fish and go to Waffle House. And they have such great conversations because Jack just knows I'm going to get this time with my dad and I'm going to when you're fishing, you're just sitting there. You're just sitting there with the, yeah. the fish waiting for it to bite in the outside. I think getting them outside is always a, is a key. So uh, for me and my son, we go 
to the Flying Biscuit for breakfast. Maybe you're hearing this as a, a breakfast theme for us, but we go to the Flying Biscuit for breakfast on Sunday mornings before church, me and Jack. And so he just knows that's a regular time that he's going to get with me. We look forward to it. And so I think just finding those regular times where it's like on this day, on this night, I know that I'm going to have one-on-one time with with a child and mm-hmm. give them, a, it, it just gives them, a, they know that this happens and they know that mom's going to ask me questions or dad's going to ask me questions and yeah. then I'm going to be able to talk and then they open up. So that's number one, finding that one-on-one time whenever, get creative. And then I just think questions are key. Because you're right, Hannah. They, you can't just keep using the same question, how was your day? They're not going to tell you. You've got to get no. creative. And so I, I grab on to, there's so many great questions out there and people giving us great questions to ask and, you know, table topic cards you can buy. We give out question cards on a little key ring at the end of every camp session for us on Fridays mm-hmm. when they leave. And again, and I keep some of my, I always have some in my purse. There's, there's some all, there's all, they're all over the place in this house. Mm-hmm. I always grab them and keep them because again, I just think you got to be creative with these kids because they're mm-hmm. the eye rolling happens and they, they don't want to talk. So I think just getting creative. So like the other day, I, I really wanted to talk about kindness and because I want my kids to be kind when they leave the nest. But I can't just say, let's talk about kindness, Claire, and, you know, let's learn yeah. what how we can be kind. But I, you just got to go at it with a question. And so one question could be, was anyone kind to you at school today? And mm-hmm. if so, let's talk, tell me about it. How were they kind to you? How did it make you feel? Or, and then also after you talk about that, then you can flip it and say, okay, well, were you kind to anybody at school today? Or if not, who could you maybe have been kind to that would really make a difference? Because you just, we just talked about how good it made you feel whenever someone was kind to you. So anyway, just going at it with a question and then, okay, now that topic is on the table and you can talk about it more. But Mm -hmm. I love using questions because you never know what they're going to say. And if you get creative with your questions, they they will, they'll sit up and, and hopefully you can start that conversation. So one-on-one time and and creative questions. Yeah. The creative questions I think is so key. And uh, I think also key is uh, being very specific. So you're kind at school, it's, it's, you know, they're, you're focusing their mind on a specific time, a specific place, a specific action. Uh, One thing I do with my little ones is um, my really little, even my three-year-old, it's not, how was your day? It was, you know, who did you sit next to at lunch today? Or, you know, what toy did you play with after you woke up from your nap? So getting them to really hone in because kids, especially the young ones, have no sense of time. (laughs) Absolutely no sense. So you gotta you gotta tie it to some activity or some event or, or yeah. um, you know something that something to that effect. I love the creative questions. Can can you give us a few more that would help our kids, especially the older ones, open up when they kind of really don't want to? Especially if you're feeling like you know there's something bothering them, and I I want to know about it, but I don't want to poke them too much. Yes, I think. That anytime you can ask, it's so funny. I did a an online class a while back that talked about, it was talking about negotiation 
which was mm-hmm. funny, but I mean, we probably need that with our kids as they get older. Oh, yeah. But one of the things they said is just tell me more, tell me more. And, the, mm-hmm. and what, and what was funny, Hannah, is that they said, basically they'll tell you something and then you reframe it as a question back to them. So you don't have mm-hmm. to think about anything. They tell you something and then you kind of twist it to be a question. Like, um, uh, let's think of an example. We can maybe try it. So, um, oh, mom, there's a, there's a bug on the floor. There's a bug on the floor. Yeah. Well, it's right here, mom. Like there's a bug on the floor. And then you just keep like talking and reframing it and asking questions. And then they, if you just turn, turn it, turn it to a question, they will talk back to you. And then you turn it again to a question and they will talk back to you. So you don't Mm. even have to have anything up your sleeve. It's just anything that they talk about, you can flip it. And then they'll tell you more, you know? Yeah. That's one idea. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense though. Because if you even take what they say and um, throw it back to them with the question, like just raise your voice at the end, it does kind of create that, that sense of for the other person, like, oh, yes, they want to know more. They, I should tell them more, like describe it more. Um, Yes. Yes. Yeah. As simple as that. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, Amy, this has been so wonderful. I do want to take a moment to talk about Windshape Camps because I think that's such a such a great, um, important mission and um, thing that you're offering to families. So tell us more, what is the Windshape Camp mission? We we create camp to really just share Jesus with, with kids. Our mission statement is to glorify God by creating experiences that transform campers and families with the message of Jesus. And we really just want to create those experiences for kids. So many kids, we, we want their faith to be their own and going to camp, whether it be a day camp that we have day camps all across the country that are super fun uh, for elementary kids. And then we have overnight camps for um, all ages and it doesn't have to be wind-shaped camps. Hannah, I know that mm-hmm. Maybe people go to send their kids to camp other places, but I never grew up going to camp, but I see the effect that camp has on my kids. I see the effect that camp has on kids that come to Windshape and their moms talk to us after they leave. And they, some of the things I hear is, you know, my kid left more confident. My, my kid is the best version of themselves when I pick them up on Friday mm-hmm. because they've been in a, in a location where people are, are cheering them on showing them Jesus. They don't have their phones and they're outside in nature. I mean, there's just like win, 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 win when it comes mm-hmm. to camp and you get them in this, you know, safe place where they feel loved and they have fun and they just grow so much in that time. So I'm a big believer in finding a, a camp that is like-minded to you. That's that points to Jesus and send your kids there. It's worth the investment. And then also, Hannah, you know what? While those kids are at camp, you have a week where you can, you know, go to the beach yeah. or go on a trip with your spouse or just yeah. sit, at, sit at home and clean out the house and sleep in, you know? So <laughs> it's a win-win-win all the way across the board, in my opinion, when it comes to camp. So yes, if it's wind shape, we'd love to have you. But also, if it's if there's another camp that's a better fit for you, Go do it. Yes, winning all around. So, wind shape camps. I have to um, 
ask a clarifying question is when you talk about camps, usually we think summer camps, like summer yeah. is the time to do that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Is it catered to summer camps? Yes. Like the summertime? Okay. For the most part, yes, Hannah. We It's it's all summer long. We'll be in all different kinds of places. You can go to windshapecamps.org, windshapecamps.org, and you can see our, our day camps aren't on the website yet. They pop up around the spring, but our overnight camps are there ready to go. You can sign up for them um, from you know, first grade all the way up to 11th grade. And, uh, but it, it is mostly summer. We do some weekend events. Mm-hmm. Um, we're starting to do mother, daughter, father, son, which is really fun and oh, things like great. that. Family, family weekends and things like that. And again, we're not the only ones that do that. There's so many camps across the country that have mother, daughter, father, son, family weekends, go find a time that works for you. But yes, most of what we do is, is in the summertime. Okay. That's great. Going back to feeling isolated. I think those mother-daughter camp events yeah. are a fantastic way to break some of that isolation and and create meaningful yep. connections. Even if even if, you know, the mom you meet is halfway across the country, you know, that uh, yep. with technology these days, I mean, yes. that that doesn't really matter that much. So That's right. Yep. Well, or you could just meet back there every year. Go every, oh, yeah. you know, same time every year, go back and, mm-hmm. and for our campers, that's what they do. I mean, they, they go the same week every year and they see the same people every year and, and then that just, it grows from there. So yeah. for, for kids and for us as parents. Awesome. All right, mamas, if you'd like more information on Windshape Camps, you can go to camps.windshape.org. There's also a link in the show notes. Thanks so much for hanging with me today, Mama, and I'll catch you again next time for a cup of coffee with a side of faith, wisdom, and hope.